Hey guys, how's this going? Uh, this is Joey, and um, as you can tell, we're starting the show a little bit different uh, this episode. Um, as we were recording, we were, uh, you know, we have a really uh, fun pace uh, episode coming, but um, as I was working and, um, you know, in the editing, uh, it is uh, August 4th, and um, if, I'm sure if you, if you listen to Disney podcasts or uh, follow, you know, our, our friends at Diz Insider. Um, one of the co-hosts to the DCAST podcast, uh, Chris Brown, uh, ex- unexpectedly passed away today. And so I'm sure by the time the show comes out, you guys probably, um, if you follow both those sites, which I'm sure you should, uh, do, uh, you probably saw that. So, um, I just wanted to say a few words cause I, Personally, I uh, haven't met Chris. Um, I do listen to the show, and like I said, we share a lot of uh, Diz Insider uh, movie news, and I believe he was also one of the writers uh, for the show. Um, but we have messaged each other, um, you know, in the last couple months, and um, really cool guy. Um, I mean, loves Disney, loves Marvel, easy to get along with. Like, we we haven't met each other, or we didn't meet each other in person, but we started messaging each other. And we're even kind of talking about collaborating, uh, you know, maybe for uh, both shows, you know, just a couple episodes. But, um, you know, then, of course, everything with COVID and I don't know, it was, it was you know, we that the talks kind of dropped a little bit. But um, but still, uh, just a little interaction I had with him was, uh, you know, it was an impact. And and if you see their uh, the DCAS page, um, you can tell the kind of impact he's made. Uh, on their listeners and friends. So, um, I just want to say, you know, to his family, uh, you know, I can't even imagine how you guys are feeling. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you guys. Um, and if you guys want to, uh, his family actually has a GoFundMe, um, for, uh, memorial expenses. It's a Chris Bound Memorial Fund on, uh, GoFundMe. So if you go to the Diz, uh, the, I'm sorry, the decast podcast, um, Instagram page, uh, you can find the link there. And, um, so I, you know, I hate to, uh, start our show on a sad note, but you know, I, I just wanted to say a few words and again, thoughts and prayers are with your family and, uh, you will be missed her. <laughs> Attention, it's show time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV! Gentlemen, my lady, you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. Sparrow. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a month. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 74 of the Disney Universe podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast talking about everything in the vast universe of Disney, such as Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets. Uh, we're getting to that later. So <laughs> uh, 20th Century, ESPN, ABC, everything else under the Disney umbrella. Um, I don't know why I said that. We just got to name podcast. things that they don't own. 
it would be a lot easier. It'd be probably shorter, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, you heard that? The, uh, on that other line there is, is uh, my co-host Ryan, and of course I am uh, the other co-host Joey. So, uh, hey man, how you doing? Good, how are you? Sorry I cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. You, that Yeah, I always get kind of... It's uh, a long-winded intro now. It is. Uh, who knows what else they're going to own here in the next couple uh, years, but hey, we're happy with what they got right now. Uh, we're happy they're- to be on episode 74. Uh, we are going to be talking about some underrated Disney movies. Um, it's going to be a lot shorter of an episode than the last episode, so yeah. that, that's okay. I don't, I don't mind that at all. So, are we I'm already sure our at listeners episode don't mind 74? What was that? We're already at episode seventy-four. I know it's crazy, man. That went by uh, really fast. Yeah. Next thing you know, I mean, we're going to be in a hundred before you know it. Where so, are yeah, we at? Next August. Year? Yeah, it'll be early next year. So we should aim it so we get our five-year anniversary show episode one hundred. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> It'll be close. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe we'll hopefully be able to record from uh, uh, Disneyland or even Nashville. If you if you heard our last episode, uh, that would be kind of fun. Uh, hopefully headed to Nashville next April for the uh, ICC Con uh, sci-fi toy convention. So, uh, man, I know we're, we're on 74, but that was such a good interview. That was yeah, a that fun was really fun. With, uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I didn't even bring this up, but going back to our last episode, you know, we were talking to uh, uh, John from the Resistance Broadcast uh, podcast, and, uh, you know, they're the guys that talk about, or brought up uh, Make Solo 2 Happen, and now there's um, some pretty heavy rumors about uh, Donna Glover reprising his role as Lando. Um, this wasn't even in our little oh, yeah. clickbait section, but I, I don't know, I just remember that, so. For a Disney you know. Plus show, right? Yeah. That'd be cool. I like him. So, yeah, definitely, so. And then again, uh, Jonas Sutomo and uh, Alden Ehrenreich have been doing interviews on other uh, publications and talking about uh, loving to reprise their roles again. So, you know, their hashtag is getting things rolling. So really excited for that. So, um, but yeah, hey, we are here, though, at 74. And um, we got a little uh, housekeeping and normal stuff we got to do. So uh, I'll let you tell people where they can uh, find us and social media and listen to us they can find us on instagram at disney universe podcast and if you want to watch some old videos you can go to DUTV on youtube and you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, google play google play right google i think it's play? google podcast now yeah google podcast now uh and spotify and stitcher and soundcloud um <laughs> so literally anywhere you can listen to us yeah and a couple times you even made a little episode videos on YouTube too so I don't know maybe we'll do that again who knows Ooh, we'll a lot use, of people, yeah, yeah we people like the YouTube yeah <laughs> but yeah and you can totally interact with us there you know Twitter and Facebook especially Instagram uh, we get a lot of uh, traffic there and we love it so um, we're going to go uh, quick to uh, straight to actually the what's new in the DU and uh, again going back to our last episode we were recording as Alex and Jennifer were battling neck and neck for the title of the Fantasy Park tournament that we had. And, man, so of course you guys know, I mean, we it's we already know who the winner is, but I want to officially announce Alex, the Big Smooth, as our first inaugural champion. And he started off with the lead, and then Jennifer had the lead for most of the time. Then all of a sudden, Alex just the came out, out of the gates. 
and, and the Alex's people came out and just yeah killed Jennifer. Came, came, yeah, so. <laughs> but man, you guys did put up a fight. It was such a fun tournament, and uh, we're definitely doing it again. And uh, like I said, we're, we're gonna. It'll probably be about the same same time next year, early July. And we already got some new ideas how to enhance it, tweak it a little bit. Um, we we got some. We're gonna expen- extend it, so maybe we might go to another park in the world. We're not sure which one yet. More players, uh, more teams. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. So, uh, congratulations, Alex! And it was a, a big, big earned victory. And also, uh, you guys know, and I still got to mail him his fifty dollar uh, Disney gift card. But you know, Disneyland's not open anytime soon, so. <laughs> It's in no rush. But uh, I'll get it to you, buddy. But uh, also, Alfredo, one of our listeners and followers, uh, he was the voter winner. And so he chose. And what that was is he voted every round of the tournament. And so everybody that did that was put in a raffle. And uh, they had their choice of either Frozen 2 on 4K Blu-ray or Onward. And he chose Onward. So uh, that is in the mail as we speak. Along with a twenty-five dollar Disney gift card, and super cool. And another cool thing about Alfredo is uh, we just started something else. Very, uh, we mentioned it, teased it last episode, and now it's official. We posted about it on Instagram. So again, Ryan, the show's yours. What what, what do we got? Awesome. So uh, w- this is our new Patreon. Uh, I know a few of you were asking for us to make <laughs> one for a little while, so. We've made one. I'm I'm just gonna run through the the tiers and kind of what you get on this show, um, so we don't bore you every episode. We'll just kind of mention it, but I'll, I'll go through them today just so you guys know what you can get. Um, so we have three tiers. The first one is Marvel. The Marvel tier uh, starts at three dollars a month, and you get special show shoutouts um, every episode, and you get a special exclusive sticker. So if you're a sticker collector. This one is uh, going to be limited edition, so <laughs> maybe we'll even well, Joey will sign the back because we're not together, but you we'll get, <laughs> get a free autograph too. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and our second tier is the Star Wars tier, and that's come that's at five dollars a month. Um, you get the same everything that's in the Marvel tier, um, and you'll also get access to our Discord chat and monthly video conference call. Um, so it's just kind of like a a Zoom call where we'll talk and pick a subject maybe or we'll figure it out um shoot the breeze yeah yeah just (laughs) bunch of disney nerds talking disney yeah (laughs) um and you'll get a special du crew coffee mug so that's also limited edition and joey will drink out of it before he sends it to you um so (laughs) just kidding um and our last tier is the disney tier that's uh ten dollars a month You'll get everything as the Marvel and Star Wars tier. Plus, you'll get um, a special DU Crew t-shirt or a DU Crew art print download. So, if you want a shirt, wear around the parks. And then everyone's going to be like, why did you get that awesome shirt? And then they, you can tell them. And then they'll <laughs> maybe be a part of the special crew, too. Um, or you can get some art if you want to download and print out. Um put it across your room so you can just look at it all the time that'd be pretty fun That's something i would do uh well yeah those are our three tiers uh head over to patreon.com slash du crew uh so it's pretty easy to remember 
And yeah, those are three years, uh, tiers, Marvel, Star Wars, and Disney. And we hope to see you guys there soon in our Zoom calls. Yeah, and uh, so what we call it is, and I feel like Patreon is so, uh, not corporate, but just kind of like, I don't know, seems robotic. So you guys, when you when you join our Patreon, you are the DU crew, you and uh, you are our crew. So we can't do the show without you guys. Uh, we love all the support we get. Uh, from everybody, but when you join our crew, you you, you know that you, you, it means a lot. So, and um, one of the things on the ten dollar tiers also is a a open door to be on a guest. Pretty much uh, everything we talk about on that episode will be up to you if you want. So, um, and I know some of these prices, you know, we're we're still new with this, so uh, some of the things are subject to change. But we uh, we will keep everybody in the loop. So, uh, yeah, uh, look excited. We're very excited. For you guys to join our crew, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, and there's really not much news or clickbait. I mean, there's a few things, and I don't think nothing really <coughs> worth talking about. Something that'll be forgotten in a few days <laughs> or anything. So, <clears throat> sorry, I'm I don't got COVID. I have a. I think. My birthday is in a few days, and I think I'm officially got allergies now. So I'm dealing with summer allergies. So uh, I'm nice. sorry. I apologize. Not a good thing to have when you're doing an audio podcast. But uh, we will go straight to our uh, topic here, and it is underrated Disney movies. Right, guys so like we uh mentioned earlier we are going to be talking about underrated disney movies and um uh, there's going to be you know nothing really structured about this uh, any live action or animated uh there are so many you know nearly you know 90 90 years worth of movies here so um there's simply ones that not everybody likes but then other people love so um yeah, so here we go. Uh, we first we're going to read some of the comments that we got on Instagram, and um, did you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, you can start. Okay, so I'm going to go with our first comment, it, which is from Instagram user Park Hops, which is a very cool Instagram site. If you like Disneyland and beer, uh, they uh, share a lot of Disney beer spots at DCA and Downtown Disney. So uh, let's see, one of their they wrote. Uh, the Rocketeer and Treasure Planet, and I couldn't agree with you more because those are two of my very favorite movies, <laughs> and one of them is actually on the list, and I agree with the other one. So I've never uh, seen The Rocketeer. Ah, yeah. oh, but I like it's it. great. It's really it's really dated, but I think it's really good. And check it out on Disney Plus. You might like it. I will check it out eventually. I know I say that with yeah. a lot of movies. <laughs> But I know it's something that I would love them to reboot, of course. So, as next, long as it's done right. Oh, sorry. Um, next we have Andriel Andrea? Andrea yes. Smith. Uh, she has two comments, so I'll read those. 
She Her list of movies are Robin Hood, Fox and the Hound, Sword in the Stone, Three Caballeros. Cab- I can't say that word. Caballeros. That's the one. Uh, Holes. Ooh, I forgot about Holes. The Rescuers. Every Haley Mills movie. <laughs> and I don't know what Haley Mills is. Oh, you don't? No. Uh, you Rock- call yourself a Disney podcaster? Good grief, man. I'm so sorry. Okay. So Haley Mills is the actress from The Parent Trap. The original Parent Trap. Not Lindsay Lohan. I you never seen the original Parent Trap? I don't think I've even seen the new one. Oh my god. <laughs> Joey's yeah, looking for a new podcast host. So she did a lot of uh she did a lot of movies uh in the sixties uh for Disney. Pollyanna, I think the cat from outer space. So she was she was a real big staple and early early uh, Disney live action movies, so uh, a lot of stuff we grew up with, us children of the eighties. And uh, yeah, so I agree with all those two. And of course, uh, our good friend Jay Vendetta, she uh, she commented, "I love the, all the Haley Mills movies." So let's see, Kayla Nicole eight nine nine one, which is uh, our good buddy Matt Robinson's uh, tattoo. Uh, that's his. That's his honey. That's his wife. So she commented, "The Emperor's New Groove," which is a funny movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> that's from yeah. when I was growing up, and I was in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chad McMullen Seven says, "The Hunchback of Notre Dame," which I've actually never seen. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, I I remember. Uh, it, it was in the 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 hit like Disney was doing hit after hit after hit, and this was the first one that kind of started. It, it was a little too deep for children uh, when it came out. So uh, yeah, so that's why I put it under. I can agree with it being underrated because you know a lot of the kids are used to you know beating the bees and Aladdin and Lion King, then you get this really deep. You know, uh, movie, <laughs> which yeah. is a great movie, and it's still one of the best uh, Disney scores. <clears throat> but yeah, I think a lot of it, it was a little much for a young kids. So, yeah, definitely, uh, still one of the coolest shows at Disneyland I've seen, though. Uh, fun fact: Was that before I was around? Probably. Oh, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> it. So uh, let's see. Oh, I'm hoping I say this right. So it's. Okay, I think it's called Spillin' Diz Tea Podcast. Yeah. Does that look right? Cool. Yeah. Might have to check them out. They're, they're tea, and you like tea. That's true. I do like so, tea. Might have to check them out. But they, hey, thanks for commenting, guys. Uh, they wrote Atlantis, The Lost Empire. And yeah, th- I agree with that one, too. Uh, this movie didn't do great in the box office, but I mean, it, it was a real, real interesting movie. And this was actually supposed to be one of two movies that we're going to uh, be that the submarine refurb was going to be oh really yeah hmm. oh and the other movie since we brought uh, was brought up on the first comment was actually Treasure Planet but both movies didn't get like I said didn't get box office uh, um, didn't do great in the box office so they didn't want to build attractions around movies that weren't too hot in the, but both did great on, on home home release so but cool. Ooh, of course, Fernando Strikes Back is our next comment. Enjoy, I, sir. 
I will read that. <laughs> um, so his list is The Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, and The Great Mouse Detective. Don't, or, sorry, I read that with the wrong tone. Okay, let me try that again. Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, and The Great Mouse Detective don't get the love they deserve. Also, I feel like I can go the distance and reflection from Mulan. Don't get the same admirations. Some of their more famous Disney song counterparts. I don't know if the the movies count as underrated, but I definitely feel like those songs are as underrated as my pa- Padres. Yeah. <laughs> He's a San Diego Padre fan. Oh, okay. I thought it was like so. uh, something else that I didn't understand. <laughs> So, uh, great comment, Fernando. Yeah, uh, those are uh, underrated songs, I think. I, I think a reflection, uh, it's kind of came back the last couple years as uh, once the word of Mulan being a live-action movie, it, more people that, oh, you know, have, have come out and say how much they love the the uh, animated one, which was considered uh, underrated, in my opinion, <coughs> even like a few years ago. So, it's definitely picked up a little bit of steam. And then our final uh, comment, and I don't know about, well, real quick, I don't know about your Padres being underrated. I think they, they have a chance to take over the Dodgers uh, in this short baseball season. So I'm okay with that because the Giants, think, they're, they're too young <laughs> for right now. I don't so. think the baseball season's going to actually finish this year. Oh, not the way it's going if the Marlins keep, uh, <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring up ESPN later. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so anyways, uh Let's see. Part of our world podcast uh, commented on uh, Robin Hood and the Rescuers. So, is it was Robin Hood underrated when it came out? What year did Robin Hood come out? Because I loved it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, Robin Hood was always one of my favorites, next to like Jungle Book, and um, uh, it it was one of those like you you had Robin Hood, Sword in the Stone, oh, Alice in Wonderland, and these were always like the three movies that would always be on TV, um, even network TV, uh, you know, and Dumbo. So it, I don't know. I think in the last couple of years, and I think some of these older movies uh, have become come to a little underrated, in my opinion. So there, there was a time where it was as popular as any of the movies, but, um, yeah, I think late, recently it's become an underrated movie. Okay. Uh, loved, yeah, definitely loved movie, but yeah, I think it came out in the the early seventies, seventy three, November eighth. I just checked. Yes, I'm just trying to think of the music on some of the songs, and it was definitely early seventies sounding. So, and um, yeah, so then, so thanks everybody for commenting. Um, I'm going to thanks. check Facebook real quick if we had any comments, but um, if you want to read your list. While I do that, uh, sure. I'll do my honorable mentions first. Um, Treasure Planet and uh, Atlantis are definitely up there. Um, I was thinking Emperor's New Groove, but that movie got a sequel and a TV show, so that franchise did make money. Yeah, did it get two sequels or one? I think it was one sequel and a TV show on XD. I know the T. Yeah, I remember the TV show. Then it had. Was it? Because the sequel. It was Gronk's The sequel was about just Kronk's new groove, right? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if there was like another sequel. Sequel. 
So I don't know, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm lucky. Yeah, no, it's just the two. It was Emperor's New Groove in 2000, then Kronk's New Groove in 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah. Atlanta's got a straight-to-video sequel, too, I believe. Let me check it out. Sorry for the dead oh. air, folks. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Four years, you think we take care of something like this? Yeah. No. Um, I don't think so. Oh, well. <coughs> Excuse me, oh, sorry. yeah, it, it did. You're right. Uh, Atlantis, Milo's return. Milo. Milo, Milo. Same, same thing. <laughs> same thing, different Same Milo. goofy name. Yeah. Uh, okay. Elmo's uh, return. Elmo? Yeah. <laughs> Tickle me, Milo? Yeah. <laughs> Did we get anything on Facebook? Uh, no, we didn't. Sorry. No. Okay. No worries. So you can, you want me to go or do you want to continue? Uh, we could go one, 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 you know, back and forth. Uh, you know what? Since we got, I think we got same on some of them and I don't really have like an order to mine. I just have like a random list. Go ahead and read yours and I'll read mine. Okay. Uh, my number five is... That's how we plan things out, folks. Yeah. On air. <laughs> my, my number five is Peter Pan Return to Neverland. Ooh. That was a, nice. a straight to VHS. Um, oh, no. It was in the theater. Okay. Well, I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Maybe in Canada. Uh, <laughs> I just remember... Well, you know what? No, you're right. That was, that was theater. Um, but I just remember getting the VHS, so maybe that's why I thought... Um, but no, that's a great movie. Yeah, uh, it, Wendy's it daughter um, going to Neverland. Um, it's great. <coughs> then that the the closing scene where Peter Caesar, as an adult, yeah, sees Wendy. Yeah, that was a really good sequel. And it, I didn't know. I don't hear anything about it ever. But so I can. Nice call though. Yeah, and it was. It's only. I, I didn't know I was kind of going by Rotten Tomato score and like kind of not um yeah no it's yeah yeah so it doesn't say box office numbers at all but yeah 45% of Rotten Tomatoes it's a great movie <laughs> I don't pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes yeah that site's rotten now yeah. <laughs> they used to be credible and now they're just boom yeah you heard me Rotten Tomatoes what yeah uh, am I going just do my whole list? Yeah, keep going. Okay, my number four, and I, I know we both have this one, is John Carter. Um, yes. I remember, I forget what year it came out, but I just know that year of the Super Bowl, it was John Carter everything, like advertisements. Um, so I was really excited. And Have you ever been in D-Box seats before where, like, the seats move? No, I, I, I know what you're talking about, though, yeah. Yeah, That so my first D-Box experience was John Carter, so... It was it was pretty epic. And my number three is the Lone Ranger, the the new one, not the one from <laughs> back in the day. Um, yeah, that's a great movie. Johnny Depp, fabulous as always. Um, yeah. It's, sorry, I my mic cut out. I don't know if you can still hear me, Joey. Oh no no, I've heard you the whole time. Okay. I'm just laughing because our list is really close to each other. Okay. <laughs> um. My number two is Saving Mr. Banks. Um, mm. That's one of my all-time favorite movies ever. Uh, definitely, Great like movie. in my top five, ten. Um, and I don't, 
I don't hear anything about it ever. I think there definitely should have been a Walt movie at, with Tom Hanks as Walt Disney. Um, yeah, I remember that's one of uh, when we had Skyler from Disney Insider. He said that's what he would love to do is or love to see as a Walt Disney movie. I think you both were talking about that. Like you'd love to see Walt Disney with Tom Hanks. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, oh, they don't like me over there anymore. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great movie. I love like the six or the not sixties, fifties. 5660, yeah, right. Um, just the vibe and the colors, and I love the outfits, and just everything was great. I cried yeah, so hard the, in the theater during the that movie. The flashbacks in that movie were great. Yeah. And, like, the one scene, I mean, you see why P.L. Travers was such a bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Yeah. And, uh,. Because I, you know, I've grown up watching the special features to Mary Poppins, and you know, you see like the Sherman Brothers talking how bad she was, but to actually see it like on on the movie was, I mean, uh, oh my gosh, uh, I can't think of who played her right now. I'm, I'm drawing. Oh, um, Emma Thompson. Yeah, and she played her great. And I remember I saw it with my niece, and we walked out like, oh, just hand her the Oscar now. And being the fact that she wasn't even nominated for that movie was was beyond disappointing mm-hmm. but now I love the part where she's thinking back and she's hearing the music about the uh, um, when the Sherman brothers are doing the music about the uh, the bank yeah then it flashes back to them being in the carnival and her dad you know he's drunk but he's talking about the bank mm-hmm. and he's singing the song yeah and stuff and I love that part and of course the uh, uh, the part that gets me in tears every time is uh when she finally breaks down when they do let's go fly a kite mm-hmm. and then uh, what's her, the little the girl that keeps you know dropping off the donuts and sweets and stuff she's running to Walt's office and she's like she's dancing yeah. like, what yeah, <laughs> yeah I, love, I don't know that scene, scene gets me every time yeah, great movie too. yeah great call yeah definitely underrated yeah and my number one is the country bears <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, we don't we don't have that. We didn't. Uh, greatest on one that. of the greatest <coughs> albums from a movie ever. <sighs> I listen to it all the time. Great story, <sighs> great characters, great acting. Everything <laughs> is perfect. You know what album's better than that one? The Country Bear Vacation Hotel. <laughs> yeah, no. I, well, I've never. I'm excited to go to Disney World so I can actually. See the country yeah. bears because I don't. I, it closed, I think, before I ever went for the first time. So, yeah. Hmm. I'd like. I'd love to go see it. I'm excited. I'm not going to knock you because everybody's got their opinion on movies. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have one that I don't agree with. Oh, I'm sure I have a couple. Well, I. Well, I don't know because we have a couple of the same ones. Yeah. So. <laughs> what's here? What's here? Your yeah. list. <clears throat> okay, so like I said, this is in no particular order because. Uh, I just wrote it down. Um, I love all these movies. And I have an honorable mention, but I'm going to end with that one. But So, number five, I put The Lone Ranger, too. Um, this was just a fun movie. Yeah. And it might have been a little too ambitious for a, for a Western, but it was still a good Western. Had an evil, a great villain, two great villains. Um, I know... Johnny Depp got a lot of crap for playing Tonto, but like for making 
to doing what he does. He, he Johnny Depp the character. Mm-hmm. But if you... Like I said, I'm a special features junkie. And his look is off a book about a certain Indian and the tribe that he portrayed. So he, he actually studied uh, the, the the Indian tribe. And that was actually a look of that was on the cover or something. So, I mean, I don't know. And I thought he, he played the part great. Um, the only thing that was tough is... Jeez, uh, well, what's his name? They played the Lone Ranger. Um. One second, I'll get it. <laughs> um, he's got a weird name. Yeah, but um, I think he he did the job good, and because it the Army character Hammer? is, is that his name? Army Hammer. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, he, he he played the role really good. It's just that he's too. B list to play against you know a higher character than Johnny Depp. I mean, if as a, as a movie fan, because I know originally George Clooney was supposed to play that role, mm-hmm. then ske- uh, uh, scheduling conflicts didn't allow it, and then but he he really wanted to play it, so it was going to be Johnny Depp and George Clooney. Then so when that didn't happen, uh, Clooney's like, well. The, then you got to give the the role to Brad Pitt, so then you would have had Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp again. That would have been, and but again scheduling conflicts, so that movie got shelved a little bit longer. Then it fell into Army Hammer's hand, but he did a great job. Uh, yeah, I, no, like I said, I, and I, but I think a lot of people thought, how's he going to be a lead over Johnny? And I'm just thinking about movie people, but <clears throat> yeah, I saw it on opening day with my dad. We both loved it. I love the soundtrack. It's an underrated oh, yeah. uh, Hans Zimmer soundtrack. Forgot about, and, I, I forgot completely about the soundtrack in that movie. Yeah, and it's a great soundtrack. And, of course, they hit the uh, the William Tell Overture, which is the Lone Ranger theme, and how they tie it into the finale. So if you listen to the track, and it, it, it's it's so good. It, it's a long track. It's like 9 to 11 minutes. But it's a whole uh, action sequence on the train at the end. Is that what they had slow mo bullets, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and it was the most expensive western filmed. So, um, I think they. I don't know. Like I said, it, it might have been too ambitious for a western, but I still think it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, number four, uh, animated movie, The Rescuers Down Under. Um, I was never a big fan of the first Rescuers. It's still kind of boring to me. Um, there's moments that are really good, but <coughs> the sequel is an amazing movie. This is the first Disney sequel too, that um, first animated sequel in the history of Disney movies, oh. and a lot of people forget about it. But they, they always talk about like uh, when the Little Mermaid came out, then they go, "Oh yeah, so it went from Little Mermaid to Beauty and the Beast to Aladdin to Lion King to Pocahontas." To, but Rescuers Down Under came out. After the Little Mermaid, between Beauty and the Beast and that, hmm. and it was super action-packed and great characters, um, and ah, yeah, great movie. Love this movie. I think I've seen them when I was a kid, but like I, I don't remember the story at all. Yeah, with well, it's like the little boy in Australia, and, and they have the like the golden eagle. So there's poachers after the eagle's egg, and the poacher has like a iguana as his sidekick. So it's one of the the best villain sidekicks in any Disney movie, and that's saying a lot because a lot of the villains have the great the best sidekicks. Yeah. So, 
I can't remember if this is on Disney Plus or not, but hopefully if it's not, it gets on there soon because this is a great movie. It blows the original one out of the water, in my opinion. And, yes. So, of course, number three, John Carter. Um, the biggest mistake that they did was... I remember the uh, when you mentioned the Super Bowl, I remember the commercials. And back then, it was actually called John Carter from Mars. Like the, yeah. ori- the original comic book and the re- original book is... about that. Then Disney, somebody... And Disney has a real bad... Uh, history of trying to market sci-fi. And this was definitely proof of it. <clears throat> this was supposed to be a trilogy. And the box office did so bad that it knocked that out. So, which the actor... I mean, th- this movie was so good. And at the time, was one of the the first real like comic book or uh, that was, it was close to the source material. So, yeah. I think Disney really screwed it up with this one because everybody I know that seen it loves this movie. So, and I'm looking at IMDb right now, and they gave it a six out of ten, and I, I that's kind of low. Yeah. But you know, we all got our opinions. But yeah, terrible marketing on this movie, along with a lot of sci- other sci-fi, which I have a few more on my list. The next one is Tomorrowland. Um, I freaking love this movie. And I know a lot of people that... It's, this is literally one of those you either love it or hate it kind of movies. And there's no there's nothing in the middle. Um, a lot of people hate it. And they say because there's hardly any Tomorrowland in the movie called Tomorrowland. I and, haven't seen it yet. Okay. And that's true. There is very little Tomorrowland. But one thing, one thing I normally dislike about movies is... Or not movies. There are certain movies. But I don't like... When I don't expect it, uh, I call them message movies, and they try to preach to you know they try to be preachy and stuff. Yeah, but this movie was kind of preachy, but I loved it. I, I it it made so much sense to me, and <coughs> they actually it, oh, there's some scenes. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you, and we'll talk about it after. But um, there's this organization called Plus Ultra, and it's the greatest minds in the history of the world were part of this. Uh, organization to try to better better the world, and and so they kind of get into it a little bit, but you see it in the um, behind the scenes because there's a lot of nods to like Walt Disney and early Disney attractions, Small World, uh, the the World's Fair in New York, and so in the special features or deleted scenes, they're talking about um, the group Plus Ultra, and one guy even you know the, one of the characters is like oh yeah, and even Walt Disney. Is you know was one of them, and I don't know. Is this this movie had so much potential? There's so much buildup at D23 for this too. And yeah, there, remember that um, big like kind of what like um, what, hunt for things around California. Yeah, uh, like it was like this uh, scavenger box. hunt. That's the word. Yeah, and some of it took place at D23 and was at Disneyland and. I mean, there's scavenger hunts, and they had to go like on the Lily Bell and on the Mark Twain. And they had and to go to that the original train in yeah. uh, Buena Boy, Park. I, I think no. so. Where is it? <coughs> oh, um, uh, Hyde Park. Not Hyde Park. I know what you're talking about. Where yeah. the Walt, Walt's barn is. Yeah, Griffin Park. Yeah, that's the word. Yes, but they they had a, a smaller version during D23 at Disneyland, and. Uh, 
I, I heard it was pretty amazing. And but this movie was is is just so to me optimistic and uplifting. And you got you know me, I'm a big music guy, and this is one of Michael Giacchino's one of my favorite scores of his. And ah, yeah, I love this movie. And I always say, if you get it, then you get it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So no, I still I want to check it out. I just you might like it. You might hate so it. So many movies. Yeah. And um, then my then my final movie is Treasure Planet. Um, this isn't like I said. Th- none of these are in any particular order, but I love this movie. I love pirate movies. Everything about pirates. To so to see a futuristic version of Treasure Island, I was all over that. You know, just from hearing about it. Um, had so the animation is so beautiful and the story is great. The action is great. The characters are awesome, and yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't get why this movie. I don't know if people were having Disney burnout <laughs> at by yeah. the time this movie came out. Because I mean, it was at the times before, um, like Pixar was really keeping Disney afloat at the time. And but this movie was still great. I, so I don't I don't know. I love it. <laughs> <coughs> but um, I do have an honorable mention, and this one's kind of a cheat. So <laughs> my honorable mention for underrated Disney movies are classic Disney movies. And I've, I've noticed the last couple of years, and one of my you guys know one of my biggest pet peeves has been um, the live action remakes of classic movies. And a lot of them, I mean, I've seen, I've seen them all. The only one I haven't seen is Lady and the Tramp. Terrible. But, <laughs> but um, there's, I like some. I like some better than others. Um, I was, I was actually really looking forward to Mulan. Um, but I think, and I've heard people, and I'm kind of going to go back real quick to, uh, you know, the retheming of Splash Mountain with with uh, Princess of the Frog. Um, because I, I've heard people's arguments that, well, nobody knows, you know, kids these days don't know the characters of Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox and from Song of the South, but they know Princess and the Frog. So let's give them characters they know. And I've even heard somebody, uh, one of the friends, and, you know, he's a, also a fellow Disney podcaster, was even saying, well, yeah, you know, they need, Disney really needs to retheme all these old dark rides because kids don't know them nowadays so make them a lad in Beauty and the Beast and I'm like we can't get rid of the classics when, I mean when I was a kid we still had you know back in my day um, we still had you know Oliver and Company and Little Mermaid and Great Mouse Detective but we also had Snow White Pinocchio Three Caballeros Dumbo and I don't think I think nowadays we're trying to cater too much and, and and it's not necessarily... I don't want to say it's it's canceling out because that's the big cancel culture. That's the big term right now. But I think it's just... I don't think we should forget about what made Disney so great in a lot of these old movies. Um, these movies that because of Walt Disney, you know, the animation we got from Pinocchio and, and um, Snow White, how it transcended to the technology we got in the 60s with the 101 Dalmatians to, you know computer animation in the 80s and 90s and even um, the first movie that really had any special effects was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I think I started to watch it movie. on Disney Plus and then I didn't finish <laughs> it. Yeah, so I, it, that was like 
that was in a uh, milestone in special effects. And because th- that's what Walt Disney was trying to push the envelope. And um, so I, I, I think a lot of these old classic movies have been getting forgotten or kind of swept under the rug in the last couple of years. Thankfully, because of Disney Plus, people can actually see them and enjoy them now. In it and in HD quality, mm-hmm. so um, hopefully, you know, if we do another one of these lists down the road, you know, a lot of these older movies will be start, you know, gaining some uh, traction again. Because I love the new stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I, I still, you know, the the old stuff that I grew up with, you know, it's because of that we got what we got now, and that's keeping Disney such a great, you know force in entertainment because of what came before what we got. Yeah. Alright. I'm off my pulpit now, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, there's lots of underrated Disney movies. I'm sure we (coughs) miss some, and after we'll message each other and be like, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, I know. Um, Yeah, definitely. I mean, because even at the time, like, everything after Pixar was considered underrated. Uh, no, I don't think so. Meet the Robinsons, I think, is underrated. I always forget that's Disney. It doesn't yeah, have a Disney it, look to it. Yeah, yeah kind of weird. It doesn't. And I know a lot of people that do love it. And it had, it had a nice little tribute to Walt and stuff. So, yeah. Um, and if you guys didn't get to comment on our post, you know, let us know what you think some uh, underrated... Uh, movies are. I know we didn't even touch the Disney Channel because, well, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> Disney Channel is real Disney movies, but I know. High that's school my musical. age. No, it's a great that's movie. my age. I actually, yeah. I, I saw, I think I've seen them all. Was there two? Three? three? What, the third one went to theaters. Okay. That's when they graduated. Oh, that's right. Yeah, those are pretty good. Actually, those were the ones I didn't mind. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what other underrated topics we could do. Disney I don't want to do rides. overrated because it will sound like we're ranting too much. <laughs> what was it? What, Disney rides. Wives? Rides. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> underrated Thanks. Disney Wives. Mrs. Incredible is thick. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh yeah, we can we can do another one of these. We're we're in the lazy summer of uh, show topics, so yeah, <laughs> right? it's not much going out. Sorry, but, everyone. <clears throat> but speaking of show topics, uh, coming up next episode. Sorry. After four years, we're finally talking about the Muppets. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, that is true. I've teased it for. Every introduction for the last four years <laughs> about how we are going to talk to the Muppets someday. Talk to the Muppets? Well, maybe we'll talk to the Muppets. <laughs> hey, Kermit, how you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm good. How you doing? That's really good. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I could do Animal 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, yes, we are episode uh, seven, <laughs> 70. You snort. <laughs> episode 75. We are finally... We're going to be talking about the Muppets. So, uh, super excited. Uh, we're, we'll definitely do a post. We want to hear some of your favorite Muppet memories, moments, 
jokes, worst character decision to get rid of that show. Im- <laughs> impressions, opinion on Muppet Vision 3D. Best. And uh, because uh, I just informed uh, Ryan before we started recording that uh, Muppets Now, the new Muppet show, is now available on Disney Plus. And uh, I watched the first episode, and it was pretty good. It wasn't too bad. So uh, that doesn't still... sound too excited. <laughs> well, you know, okay, little tease. I was really into the show that got canceled by ABC a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, I started watching that. It's good. Yeah, that was probably that was so great. But we will bring it up next episode and uh, get ready for our uh, Muppet post. So we want to hear your comments. And uh, we're really excited for that. And again, um, so that'll be coming up next episode. So uh, don't forget to uh, interact with us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Check us out on Patreon. Yes, I was going to, because we forgot to give our shout outs to our first two (laughs) Patrons, uh, our Disney crew. We did the big old spiel about our tears, and so, you know, we want to really thank uh, Jennifer, Jay Vendetta, for being our first in our DU crew. Super uh, fan. Uh, super fan. And, of course, our boy, Alfredo, uh, winner of the vote, uh, the fantasy, I got to come up with a name, fantasy park The DU tournament. fantasy draft. <clears throat> and uh, so we, we got some of those perks. Uh, they are being worked on right now. So uh, thank you guys for uh, being our first two DU crew members. And um, like I said, some of the stuff is subject to change. We'll schedule a Zoom conference uh, real soon. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for your support. And, um, yeah. (laughs) And then? That's it. So, I guess, until next time. May the Force be with you. Till infinity and beyond. Yay! Yay! Thank you.